Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. on to the east the the good division um <laughs> yeah the good nfc division yeah so we both have the eagles winning right now with you have 11 i have 12 wins uh how are you feeling about yeah. the eagles here um i think they'll still be good i i have a little bit of that mozzie gut feeling that aj brown's not playing the whole season um it's just like i don't want that to happen <laughs> We, we like A.J. Brown, but he he didn't get hurt like at all last year. And and he kind of gets hurt a lot, like like a lot, a lot. His play kinda, style lends to it. Kind of why the Titans didn't pay him. Um, and that just concerns me because he was so big for that offense. But the biggest thing, you know, outside of just like gut feeling is just they lost both their coordinators. Yeah. Uh, which which is tough to come back from and had a Super Bowl loss. So Super Bowl hangover, all your coordinators got poached. I do have them taking a bit of a step back. I still think they're going to be fine. They have a good O-line and a good quarterback and a good defense. And I don't know I don't know what to think of their head coach to be honest, but he seems to be doing well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they got the Super Bowl, so that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I still think they win the division and are probably the number one uh, NFC seed. Yeah, I mean, they should be. They they lost their uh, OC and DC, of course, but looking looking through the um, stuff, like, they they had they lost a lot of key guys on defense, but they did their best to kind of replace. Um, they lost Hargrave, CJGJ, Edwards White, but they did add, like, you know, Edmonds, Greedy, more Georgia guys. Uh, more georgia guys yeah i, I wrote um that that uh their d-line's gonna strike fear into most opposing o-lines especially if they're afraid of peaches bulldogs or outcast yep <laughs> just the, the whole georgia line um i think with backup quarterback which when you when you're a team with the super bowl window is, is a little more important than other teams i think that Minshew to Mariota is a bit of a downgrade um Running back room, obviously, they lost Miles Sanders. So it's going to be a fun hodgepodge of, like, Gainwell and Scott and Penny and Swift that none of us fucking know how it's going to play out. So it's going to be just even more annoying than even was with Miles. Yeah, I've heard, like, there's been rumblings about every, like, every single one of them being good or bad. I'm like, this sucks. Like, the most recent one was Gainwell being the guy, but I'm like, I don't fucking know, like, what it's going to be, so... I mean, in the playoffs, Gainwell was the guy. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they like just kind of rode that. But Penny's he... really good, but he's always hurt, and DeAndre Swift is really good, but he's always hurt. So yeah, so <laughs> and like they don't really throw the running back that much. So it's it's a little tough to to parse on it. Um, with with their O line, um, that's kind of been the strength of this team. They're not deep this year like they have been. No, in fact. Their O line has taken a big step back. Their right guard is currently Cam Jurgens. Yeah, I was looking at that. Um, like that's the weak spot. 
That's the weak spot, boys. He's normally a center. Um, I'm kind of surprised that Howie Roseman is letting that happen based on how their O-line <laughs> has been the past few years. Yeah, it, like It's not as dominant as it once was. Yeah, that, that could be the spot where, like, oh, with, with, with Jurgens, uh, you know, kind of lubing up the guard spot for us. <laughs> uh, and then if, if, if they lose, like, a tackle or something, like, if, say, Lane Johnson gets hurt for a couple of games, like, that right side all of a sudden is, like, not good. Fucked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they just love Jack, Jack Driscoll as a backup tackle, but still, like, losing, losing Lane Johnson's pretty big, so that right side could be weak pretty quickly. So, how, how old's Jason Kelsey now? 36? Like, 35. he's still awesome, but, like, you know, what if what if he hits the age cliff? Like, there's a lot of possible how she's on the O-line. So, like, the, the O-line has to stay healthy because they don't have the same depth as they always have. That's kind of the biggest thing I noticed mm. for them. Um, but aside from that, I think they... They kind of retooled well. Um, I like the addition of Ovaltine Zaxby. Um, yeah. Olamide Zacchaeus, for those who don't know oh, her yeah, name. Yeah. 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 Um, I uh, I think I think having him instead of, who was it, Quez, or just having both of them like for deep shots will, will be kind of nice. Um, we saw Ovaltine be pretty good at Atlanta this past year. So, yeah. Yeah, the team will still be good. They're yeah. just not as stacked as they were last year. And last year, they also had the world's most ridiculously easy schedule. Yeah. And this year, it's a lot tougher. Yeah, I a do lot still... tougher. I have them starting hot. Like, I still have them starting with five lanes, just because their schedule is... I think they'll win at New England, beat Minnesota, Tampa, Washington at home, and then at the Rams. Like, I gave them those five to start, so they'll, they'll get a strong start. But, mm. yeah. So, I, I still get the 12 lanes, so they'll still be pretty good, but... They're not, I don't think they'll be as dominant as last year. I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. But between Gannon and Steichen, is there one that you think is more of like a bigger impact for them? I think we're both going to say Steichen. Yeah. Yeah. I do think Gannon got a shit, you know, shit card because he got torched by Mahomes in the Super Bowl, which I don't know how many coordinators don't get torched by yeah like <laughs> it's it's uh, a tough tough ass <laughs> but yeah i'm that's i do think steichen was really instrumental in helping hurts develop so i am excited to see what he does with anthony richardson oh yeah uh, but yeah, really looking forward to that uh-huh. <laughs> but moving on to the cowboys who they were one of the best teams in the league last year i think that gets overlooked a bit um they were yeah yeah like there was a there was that clear top few of um, was it like Buffalo Bengals Kansas City and then uh, Eagles Niners and Cowboys like the Cowboys were that like next up I might be missing one from the AFC but it was basically like that was that was the top of the league were those teams so the the Cowboys were right up in there they were they were fourth in points per game last year their defense was really really opportunistic that's kind of the regression spot I think that you can point to. They led the league with 33 turnovers, yep. uh, including 17 fumble recoveries. That's absurd. Like, I know Holy in the division, fuck. like, they're going to get, like, 10 giveaways between, like, dimes and the football <laughs> team. Like, that's that's 10 turnovers right there. But 33 turnovers, the, the 17 fumble recoveries is absolutely absurd. Like, that, that won a game. That is lucky. Like, 16 interceptions, sure, you can get a pick a game. Like, I'll, I'll allow that, but... 17 
like that is so lucky that's not gonna repeat um <laughs> their defense is still good but they're i think we're gonna kind of agree like they're the opposite of the bears where they are a like break break don't yeah bend. <laughs> we're gonna break you like yeah. it's just it's like a piece of glass like we're just gonna break you basically and we're gonna shank you or we're gonna step on it so yep they they, they have a mozzie as well uh out of Michigan, I think, who's just a fucking yeah. massive, strong human. Um, he is, yeah, Mozzie Smith. So good front, opportunistic secondary. So like they'll they'll still like have some big DST scoring games and big plays, but I don't think they can be as reliable at producing turnovers as last year. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a really good take. I mean, we Micah Parsons is obviously fucking so yeah. good, uh, and. They've got a whole bunch of names in the defense. Trayvon Diggs is just like a pick machine. He does get burnt every now and then, but he does get the interceptions to kind of make up for it. Uh, I think you and I both agree that their biggest problem is the same as the Eagles, most likely, in that their offensive line is essentially four or so really good starters and then absolutely no depth. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And like, looking at these backups, I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, similar to the Eagles, like, most of their starting linemen have not played a full season in, like, a decade. Yeah. Which is not great. Obviously, Zach Martin's amazing, Tyron Smith's amazing, but Tyron Smith is literally never playing the whole season, and they are. They're using Chuma Idoga as his backup. <laughs> if you... Like, for those who don't know, Chuma Idoga was cut by the Darnold Adam Gase Jets. That He is horrible. That should not be your backup to Tyron Smith. That is such a big drop-off. There's a... Yeah, they, they really need to stay healthy or they're kind of screwed. And I'll also say... I know that I'm probably alone in this. I I think Tony Pollard is an accent piece. And I know that's really harsh to say. He's good. I I don't have any problem with Tony Pollard, but I don't see him as a bell cow at all. I think that if they try to do that, he's going to get hurt in like week three. I He, to me, has Chase Edmonds like 2.0 written all over him. And I know that that's sort of a hot take and not everyone will agree with that, but uh, that's just me. That's, and that, to me, that's a really big problem for a team that kind of needs to run the ball. So, I I don't think they're going to, like, feed him a ton of rushes. Because I think this team, like, okay. The the consensus on the Cowboys right now is that, like, oh, they lost Kellen Moore. He wants to run a bunch. Like, I, think, I think they're going to still be pretty pass-heavy this year because, like, that's how the team's built. Like, well, Tony, yeah, I do, too. Yeah. I still think they're – I don't think that's changed. But there are about 15 carries a game from Zeke. Uh, maybe t- Maybe 12 is more accurate 12 carries a week from Zeke that have to be redistributed. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I don't, I worry about Pollard. I am not drafting him in anything. So I mean, like how many, how many touches per game did he get last year? Cause I'm like, I guess he probably had, well, wait, total touches, including catches or like touches just carries. So yeah, I'm looking up. So he got 193 carries and then, uh, 39 c- catches on 55 targets. Um, in his games where he got the ball, like 
more than 15 times. I think that was when Zeke was gone. So he had like that stretch up for a couple of weeks where he got like 22, 15, 18, and then later he got like a 19. So I assume those were like the no Zeke games. Um, he did pretty well. Um, I'm not t- saying he's not talented. I just don't think his body can can hold up to it. No, that, that's fair. Like we haven't we haven't seen him hold up yet. Like so, because he, he's six foot two ten. Um, so he he's not skinny, but he's not like super sturdy. I get what you mean. Like you you want your guy to be like the five eleven two twenty five, and he's definitely yeah. kind of lower than that <laughs> threshold. I mean, there are other guys like they've got Deuce Vaughn though. So like, it's not like they're collecting big old running backs or anything. Um. I do think we're going to see, like, Deuce Vaughn and, like, Rico Dowdle and Blake Davis get involved some. That would be nice. Yeah, like, I don't think they're going to make him, like, a 20-carry-a-guy running back. Like, that's not him, I don't think. Um, That's what I'm saying, because I've been seeing a lot of stuff about him being, like, the new Dallas running back. And I'm like, he's not going to take over the when Zeke was drafted role of, like, 20 carries a game, guys. Yeah. so if can't do that. Yeah, if he gets 15 a game, that puts him at That's 255. Fine. Yeah, so like that puts him at 255 carries, and then like I think he just gets a lot of targets. Like, as so I think I think that's where I think his touches get up from targets, not rushes. Like, yeah, I think I think we're on a similar page there. Of like, they're not going to give him 300 carries. Like, oh no, God, they they can't. If they do, then he's toast. That's kind of what I'm trying to say. Is like, yeah, <laughs> if they do that, he's not gonna make it no i think the running back coach has said something to that effect maybe not exactly but like it's like a hey we don't want to give him like a zeke workload carry wise like they're gonna get him out in space like i think 250 touches like sorry 250 carries and then like you know 60 catches is a realistic feat that probably suits him better yeah no definitely okay i think we're on the same page there like yeah it I don't think he's going to get 300 carries. Like, someone else is going to get involved on the carry front. Um, I, I hope it's Deuce Vaughn. I know yeah. he's tiny, but God, he's just, he's he's talented. Yeah, he I think it's going to be a mix. It'll probably be, like, depending on opponent, script, who's healthy. Like, they'll probably mix in Davis, Dowdle, and Vaughn behind him to an extent. I don't, I don't know these guys, but... To be honest, I feel like that happens a lot with Dallas, where I don't know who their backup running backs <laughs> are. At it, like every couple of years, it happens, and then they end up being pretty solid. Yeah, I think the problem with Dallas is like I don't know who their pass pro back's gonna be. Like, is it Tony Pollard? Like, I don't know if we've seen him like do enough of pass pro to like be reliable there. Maybe he's gotten better, but like. Deuce Vaughn's not gonna pass pro. Like, I don't know who I don't know who that guy is. Like, there was a clip of Deuce Vaughn trying to pass pro, but he just can't. Like, he's just not he's, big enough. Maybe like, it'll be Dowdle. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of the big thing. Is that was that was Zeke's area, um, which I'm sure that's why New England wanted him. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I think yeah, I'm not expecting three hundred carries from him. And that's why, like, I think this is gonna be a pass heavy team. Like, just because Kyler Moore's gone, like, I don't think. Dak's gonna fall off a cliff. Like he was, he was good already. This team has Lamb, Cooks, and Gallup. They have a pass catching running back as their lead back. Like they're they're gonna pass a lot. So yeah, yeah, they're still gonna pass a lot. In fact, I think Schottenheimer was the OC with Russ who was on the let Russ Cook train that eventually yeah. kind of died out. <laughs> he was definitely like more pass happy. Yeah, that was that was a fun uh, couple of years figuring out like. Is it Carol? Is it Shoddy? 
it's Russ. <laughs> like, is it Russ? That that was a fun little little bit of time. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. All the that's a lot of kind of like parsing, nitpicking how it's gonna go. But we have them winning ten games. Um, I was in my brain. I was kind of like I thought that was low, but they have a tough schedule. So that it, same, and that's a yeah. Yep. So division <laughs> split, and then losing at San Fran, at the Chargers, at Buffalo, at Miami. Like you know, th- those are those are not like bad losses. They're just tough games on the road. Like it's good teams. So yeah, like they have the Jets week two, and just like from an objective standpoint, that's a tough fucking game because yeah. they always lose to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so good team, tough schedule, but like. I, I think we both still have them making the playoffs as a yeah. wild card again, but they'll like, I think we see a similar thing to last year that they draw the NFC South team and just beat up on them. Yeah. And Hey, I, I, I swear to God, I'm not a cowboy hater. I actually really like Dak. Yeah. Um, I was oh, yeah. just, I, there were just so many news talking heads talking about Pollard, just like, like, oh, you should take Pollard number one in fantasy. Like, he's going to, you know, be the guy and all this shit. And I'm like, guys, that's that's not him. <laughs> yeah, like, full PPR league, taking him at that turn, like, that makes sense, obviously. Like, that's that's the right spot, I think. But, yeah, you know, don't, don't take him ahead of the obvious guys. Yeah, some some people, yeah. And that, that, some some people, some people, man, that's <laughs> that's about that. Um, that's about that. Before we move on, I, I do want to talk about, briefly about them getting Trey Lance. I mean, we can maybe say that mostly for San Fran to rip on Shanny, but <laughs> I, I do you do you like Dallas acquiring Lance for a fourth? Yeah, no, I think that's completely fine. I mean, you're so you look at your draft picks, um, and I, I'm taking this from a former NFL executive who basically laid this out. He said. Your first rounder, you can expect to hit on about 50%, and then it goes down about 10% or so for each round. Your second rounder, you should be hitting like 40%. Uh, So your fourth rounder, you are pretty much have like, I think the way he put it is it's kind of like diminishing. You pretty much have like a 20% chance to hit. So I personally think it's a great move. I think that they've made it clear to Dak, and I really like Dak, but he just hasn't gotten it done like the way they want him to. Add, put a little fire under his ass, bring in somebody with a lot of draft capital with nothing to lose. Um, I think he fits the offense too, quite frankly. is kind of the other thing. Yeah, I, th- I think he's a nice backup option, like a possibly higher ceiling backup than Cooper Rush. Because, like, Cooper Rush was a solid backup for them. Like, he won this for yeah. games. And, like, so I was, like, it was kind of interesting. Like, they are one of the better backup situations in the league. Like, I think it's kind of a de- developmental thing. Dak is, like, 30 now, I think. Um, His contract's coming up. So, like, that makes sense on that regard, too. Most of the contract thing. Yeah. And then also, like, there is, like, a chance, like, they also flip him like i don't know if they would but they could flip him this year and end up like netting either a higher spot in the fourth or getting a third from some desperate team too like if a quarterback gets hurt i think there's a lot of aspects to it um yeah so i I think it makes sense for them for sure but i don't understand anyone roasting them for it like a fourth is i mean shit you've the 20 percent chance i think that trey lance has a better than 20 percent chance to be a decent backup yeah if you're then, talking about that versus a fourth rounder. Oh yeah, like the 
the potential of Lance, even still, like there's a lot to parse there, versus another quarterback who get in the fourth round. Like I think that's a, a solid bet. So I'm I'm gonna dig into Shanny for just a quick second and just be like, so he obviously wanted Mac Jones, right? Because he wants, a yeah, player. like he he would love <laughs> Bryce Young. Bryce Young would be his dream quarterback because mm-hmm. he wants a point guard that just orchestrates the offense with, you know, all the different plays and designs and just sort of stands in the pocket and delivers the ball where they're supposed to and doesn't really do much else. Your GM drafted you Trey Lance and you didn't at like any point think to, I don't know, accommodate him based on his strengths instead you kind of tried to force him to be good at your style of offense and i mean to his credit like his style of offense has worked but the fact that they didn't have like another like two playbooks that was basically the the brock purdy the point guard the bryce young playbook they they kind of fucked trey lance yeah they kind of fucked that over and they also made his gm look like an idiot yeah (laughs) <laughs> like the stuff about like as it came out like as they said okay Donald's on number two and then they traded him like yeah it's been very clear that John Lynch like picked Trey Lance was kind of annoyed that they didn't do more with Trey Lance and then it's been very much yeah he want like yeah Shaney wanted Mac Jones for sure so yeah, yeah I'll rip into him a little more as, as we get to the Niners but um <laughs> moving on to Washington a tough team to parse I see you have them at eight wins. I had them at six. I There were a lot of games I was like, man, I don't know. Like, there are a few for sure. Like, possibly, like, some of the NFC South games I could give them. But tough team. Tough team to really kind of parse for me. Same. Just talk to me about how you're feeling on Washington. They're, I mean, I'm in a, the same boat. I think they're one of the toughest teams to figure out how their season's going to go. And a lot of that is just because we have very little of an idea of how Sam Howell is going to be. Um, what I will say is I like their O-line. I like their defense. Emmanuel Forbes was a nice cornerback scheme fit for them, which was great because their secondary was booty. Okay, <laughs> Sean. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> really, that really helps. Um, I have I like their weapons. Like I like Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. Which Terry has turf toe right now. Yeah, that sucks. Uh-huh. Turf toe is awful because I yeah. think it just lingers. Yeah, that's kind of what I guess heard. But anyway, um, but I the one thing that gives me hope is that I think Howell makes a lot of sense with enemy as an OC. Yeah, and the way their offense is gonna run. So I kind of took the positive angle. I gave them a couple more coin flip games. Ended up around eight and nine. I'm like, you know, that makes sense. Because week 18, they're going to beat Dallas. um, Just because. (laughs) And the funniest one is week three, they're going to beat Buffalo at home. (laughs) Because that is week three. Josh Allen just forgets how to play football for about three hours. Game that the Bills have to put up with every year. And it's, it's one of those awesome. every year. It's so funny because obviously Josh Allen is fucking amazing, but there's always one game a year where you're just like, all right, nobody go. It's, and I'm telling, it's week three and it's against Washington. So that was more 
of a Bills thing and figuring out which team it was going to be that coincidentally just ended up being Washington here. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a there's a few wins there that I gave them that maybe they they don't actually get. Uh, but they this team always seems to be around this record. Yeah, that's fair. Of about seven to nine wins. So yeah, I don't know. Eh. Yeah, I think one of the big things for me is how how severe is Terry's injury. Because, like, if he ends up missing time throughout the year, I think it's going to be tougher for them. Because we both love Dotson, obviously. But if it's Dotson and McLaurin, that's pretty huge versus if it's just Dotson. Um, it's funny because I was, I was looking, like, at my drafts and my rankings of guys fantasy-wise. And I'm like, at cost, I'm pretty high on Washington guys, especially, like, B-Rob and Dotson, like, really like those guys where they're going but the at cost is a big part just because there's enough like you know nebulous situation here on how good the offense is but I, I do agree that how it makes sense for Bianca because like you've got a guy who you know in college like there was a point where like oh is this guy gonna be first round pick then he had a rough last season um he's mobile so I think Bianca will have fun with that he's got a lot of talent on the offense between like you know, McLaurin and Dotson even like the versatility of Curtis Samuel and Antonio Gibson. He's got like a nice battering ram and, and Robinson. So I think I think he'll have fun with this. And then I'm not sure at tight end how it's going to go because Logan Thomas has kind of been banged up throughout the offseason. Um, and then they've got Cole Turner, who they're kind of excited about there. So tight end is going to be kind of tough to parse, I think. But like, the O-line's solid. The defense has a lot of talent. Um, I think uh, Chase Young... I think he was getting evaluated again. So he, I'm not sure when exactly he's coming back, but if he's back, you know, early on, that's huge for the defense too. Yeah. He's uh, looking to see when he can start the, uh, the full contact again. right? Yeah. So obviously yeah. having him is huge. Yeah. They did lose. Uh, what's his name? Cole Holcomb. Yeah. Which is obviously sucks. a huge hurt, but they did add a uh, Cody Barton. Um, like I said, Emmanuel Forbes is a big grab. They drafted a line. They free agency got a line. So that was that was the big investment for them. And that was kind of a, at times an issue last year. So I think if their O-line ends up being like a top 10 unit, that's going to really help Howell. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. I like their O-line. And it has, it looks like it has some depth as well. Yeah. They actually like are one of the few O-lines with some depth. <laughs> it's like, that's a rarity now. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking through their their line. Um, they got good starters. I, I don't. They got Cornelius Lucas as a tackle backup. So, and then Mon- Montero as a guard backup. So yeah, they've got some depth. So yeah, it's kind of all just on if Howell. Yeah. Is good or not. <laughs> it's it's that's a why they're yeah. so. That's what makes it so difficult to do wins for him because everything else is pretty solid. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about about your guy Dotson this year. I do love Dotson. Yeah, he he balled last year. I feel I think he's gonna really like show out this year. I'm excited. It would make me happier if McLaurin was there too. Yeah, that, that's that's gonna be the big thing watching him. Um, right now he's uncertain for week one. So, yep. I will say though, Jahan Dotson on DraftKings pretty cheap already. I was already looking at the prices and stuff on all the sites. If McLaurin's gone, oh, that's like a lock there. So yeah. Because they play, they play Arizona week one, so yep. 
and like Brian Robinson's cheap. So like Washington week one, we'll t- we'll, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but moving on to the Giants here, we both have them seven and ten. I was like maybe six eleven, but probably seven and ten. Um, I think the one game I ended up switching ended up being the Jets one that I realized was just the same stadium. So I put them down to six, but I'll probably end up giving them back a game. Like I think they can probably go beat the Raiders. So. Yeah, this one, so I'm really not happy with this one, like the record that came yeah. out. Yeah. This is one of those where, I, you know, you just go through the schedule and it's, I don't know. I just struggled with it. Like they were in the playoffs last year. Seven. I feel bad giving them seven wins, but I, I just keep, I kept, I did it more than once and I just kept coming to the same record. Um, I can't really justify it. Maybe it's just like their schedule is that much harder. Like, they should be getting better. This is now year two with, what's his name, uh, Dable as head coach. They have all their guys back. Yeah, it's, it's a mean, tough schedule. Like, I think so. If I, if I give them the Jets game back, give them Seattle, and give them the Patriots, that puts them at nine wins. Um, I had the losing to the Patriots because I'm like, okay, I feel like Belichick can turn dimes to a pumpkin. Um <laughs> But yeah, if I give them those three games, indicate they're up to nine, which is playoff edge in this in this conference. But yeah, it's a tough schedule. It's one of those things where like I don't think the team is worse. I just think it's yeah. not gonna like, like last year they eked out games that they had no business winning. So they might do that again and be a winning team again, and it's all fine. But it this it had a hard time with the schedule parsing it out for them. Like they have Waller. Who's amazing, but the receiving group still sucks. Like, it's it... yeah, it's not great. Yeah, let me let me look at their defense again because maybe I'm underselling the defense. I think that was one of the things where I was like, okay, this defense could end up stepping up. Let me let me let me take, let me take a peek. Let me take a peek. Their defense um, is better. Yeah, they have a fair amount of talent. Which okay, I, oh yeah, that's what I wrote. So if they if they really outperform this record, I think it's going to be because of their defense stepping up. Um. I had to like talk through that in my brain because they have Adore, Adore Jackson. Uh, the other thing they got McKinney back there up front um, with Robinson, Williams, Lawrence, and Thibodeau. Like that, That's and pretty good. And even Okariki, like that, their front could be brutal if they like if it all comes together for them this year. So, I mean, even Nunez Rochez has like some depth there. Like they've got a really good front. So. That that could be the spot where it comes together and they kind of surprise. So yeah, it's just I think it's just a schedule thing. Like so, first week is Dallas. So I mean, I gave that one to Dallas. Yeah. Then they get the Cardinals. Gave them that one. Uh-huh. Then they have the Niners, which like yeah, if it's Darnold, I'll give them the <laughs> win. But as of right now, it's in San Fran on a Thursday night, so a shortened week traveling to the West Coast. Uh, yeah. Against Shanny. And his team. That sucks. So I gave that to the Niners. Then you have Seattle. That one's a toss-up. I might give them that one. Um, But yeah, then they have to go to Miami. And that's not easy to do. Playing in Miami is tough. Then they have to go to Buffalo and play Josh Allen. The Jets. They have... Like, their, their schedule's tough. And I even gave them the wins against Green Bay and New Orleans. And those are both kind of coin flips, too. Yeah, there's a lot of coin flip games that I was torn on. That like, if I, if if you give them more coin flips, and like with Seattle, Seattle's a big one. Or like, if they don't have JSN back, I might end up giving that to, to the Giants instead. Um, but there's a lot of close calls that I we didn't give them that maybe I should be giving them. Like, 
you know, maybe Coach Diff gets him New Orleans. Like, that could be right. a thing. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I would already say that Dable is a better coach than Dennis Allen. Yeah, there's <laughs> one, two, three. There's like four games in here I could reasonably switch. And yeah, I agree. D- Dable is definitely a better coach. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like if, if I switch even a couple of those games, I guess them to eight, nine, and then up to ten wins. So I think they've got a big range that we're kind of both looking at the floor of. Um, yeah. So seven, I think seven is probably like the floor, but that's what we're giving them just because of how the schedule goes. But like if, if their defense performs a little bit better than we're expecting, then they could definitely eke up to that 10. It would probably help if they had a number one wide receiver too. Yeah. Like Waller's the number one receiver and yeah. that works if you're Mahomes and Kelsey, but if you're Dimes and Waller, I don't think it works the same. <laughs> like, sorry to break so, it to you. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll see. It's just, you know, I, I don't want to shit on them. I think that they're an on-the-rise team, so it just felt weird giving them a worse record with an, albeit, you know, a, a tougher schedule. Yeah. I don't know. But there are teams where, like, you know, you don't get worse and, like, you maybe, like, make some slight improvements, but your record doesn't change just because of, yeah schedule schedule 